I greet you with the words of William O. Cushing, where he looked at John chapter 10 and verse number 27. My sheep hear my voice and they follow me. With those thoughts, he penned the words of follow on. It says, down in the valley with my savior, I would go where the flowers are blooming and the sweet waters flow. Everywhere he leads me, I will follow, follow on, walking in his footsteps till the crown be won. Down in the valley with my savior, I would go where the storms are sweeping and the dark waters flow. With his hands to lead me, I will never, never fear. Danger cannot fright me if the Lord is near. Down in the valley or upon the mountain steep, close beside my Savior would my soul ever keep. He will lead me safely in the path that he has trod up to where they are gathered on the hills of God. Follow, follow, I will follow Jesus anywhere, everywhere i will follow on follow follow i will follow jesus everywhere he leads me i will follow on that's a commitment that he made and our devotion for today reminds us of a commitment that a hero of the faith made this is recorded for us in Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 32, where the Bible says, And what shall I more say? For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon and of Barak and of Samson and of Jephthah, of David also and Samuel and of the prophets. Time would really fail if we speak of all of those in one devotion. Time would fail if we even take one devotion to explain just one of those. So we are looking at one of those and that person is Jephthah. The account is found in the book of Judges and I am so happy to share with you from Judges. We stopped uh, yesterday morning at verse uh, 35. So let me read for you verse 34 and verse 35 and pick up with verse 36 this morning and share a little more. In verse 34, the Bible says, And Jephthah came to Mizpah unto his house, and behold, his daughter came out to meet him with timbrels and with dances, and she was his only child. Beside her, he had neither son nor daughter. And it came to pass when he saw her that he rent his clothes and said, Alas, my daughter, thou hast brought me very low, and thou art one of them that trouble me, for I have opened my mouth unto the Lord, and I cannot go back. Jephthah made a vow to the Lord, and he told the Lord, Lord, if you deliver Amnon in my hands, if you gave me the victory over Amnon, 
when I return to my home, the first thing that comes to the door, I will give back to you for a bond offering. Mm, what a man he was to his word in this verse. Now we look at verse 36 and the Bible says, And she said unto him, Who is this? His daughter. My father, if thou hast opened thy mouth unto the Lord, do to me according to that which hath proceeded out of thy mouth. For as much as the Lord hath taken vengeance for thee of thine enemy, even of the children of Amnon. Jephthah is the one who made the vow. His daughter knew nothing about it when he made it, but his commitment involved her. She now must play a great part. Her father tells her he made the vow and he must keep his word. Jephthah is a man to his word. The Lord gave him what he asked for. Now it is time for him to keep his word. But oh, what a price he must pay. What is this price? His only daughter. That is why I have given this the title, A Commitment of Faith. His daughter is now involved. I don't know if Jephthah ever thought that it could have been his daughter that would have come to the door first. Maybe Jephthah had servants. I'm not sure. But if he did, I know no doubt that he would have no doubt felt better if a servant would have come to the door. But here it is. It is his daughter. And he promised God that whatever it is that appears to the door, when he returned after victory, he will give it to, to him. Now look at the attitude of the daughter. And she said unto him, My father, if thou hast opened thy mouth unto the Lord, do to me according to that which thou which had proceeded out of thy mouth. Look at her response to her father. She told him, Oh, of his vow that he made. She reminded him of that commitment, but she said, you must keep it even if I am the one. She continues to say, for as much as the Lord has taken vengeance for thee of thine enemies, even of the children of Amnon. You got to do this. Why? God fulfilled his part of the vow. Though she had nothing to do with the vow, when it was made by her father, she knew that God did his part and now man must do his part and keep his vow. She encouraged her father to do what was right in the sight of God, even though it involved her life. When a man makes a vow, it involves others, or he must carry that out. She had a great request that she would like to do before she will go according to his vow. She said unto her father in verse 37, let this thing be done for me. Let me alone two months that I may go up and down upon the mountain and bewail my virginity, I and my fellow. And he said, go. And he sent her away for two months 
and she went with her companions and bewailed her virginity upon the mountain. When she made the request that she would love to have two months before that she would be given for a bond offering, her father agreed with her and granted her the two months. Now, when we speak of bewailing her virginity, this carries the meaning of having to weep. The NIV explains it by saying, weep because I will never marry. It means to weep because I will die a virgin. So she wanted to go up to the mountain, she and her companions, to weep because she is going to die a virgin. And it came to pass at the end of two months that she returned unto her father, who did with her according to his vow, which he had vowed. She went, and at the end of the time, the two months period, she returned, as she said. She could have run away or rebel, but she did not. The scripture continues to say, and she knew no man, and it was a custom in Israel that the daughters of Israel went yearly to lament the daughter of Jephthah and the, the Gileadite four days in a year. I could only pray that this generation in this day and age would first of all call on God for his deliverance. And when he delivers, we live to what we believe that we can do for his glory. God is calling men and women to commit to his service and to keep our commitments. Added to that, those who are involved must be willing to go along with that commitment. Serving the Lord always requires a sacrifice. Many times it brings a change in our lifestyle. It demands giving up of something. Sometimes it requires packing up and moving. That sometimes is not dependent on one person, but on the entire family. Jephthah made the vow. She was not there, but she had a great part to play in it. As I close, here I find Jephthah having a commitment, making a commitment or a vow to the Lord. As we look at this man and the commitment he made and how he kept his commitment, I can say this is the reason why he's mentioned in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 32. And this is why the title is the commitment of faith. My question to you this morning is, what about that commitment you made? Are you still carrying it out? Have you fulfilled your commitment? Are you fulfilling your commitment? Are you dedicated to your commitment? Or after you had received what you asked God to do for you, you forgot about your commitment. One day, all of us will meet the Lord. And these are things 
that we would have to deal with. If you are committed to the Lord, I ask you to remain faithful. Our Father, I am so thankful today for those who have committed themselves to serving you. And I pray that you would bless each and every one. Lord, not only the man that you call, but the wife and the children also, who are willing to go along with the decision that was made in the commitment when you call such a person. Today, Lord, we ask that you go before us, guide us and direct us. Have your way in our lives. Get honor and glory. Remember those who are sick. Have mercy upon them. And for our loved ones that do not know you, oh God, may they come to trust you before it's eternally too late. But as you speak, may men and women, boys and girls, commit themselves to you and live the commitment that they have made. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. God bless you.